That's Icona Pop and All Night. Now, with the festive season upon us, food and drinks reporter Andrew Dembina speaks to Chef Lee Adams of Sky Restaurant and Bar at the Park Lane Hong Kong Hotel about his menu that contains chocolate in every course. Yes, even the savoury ones. Chef Lee presents a five-course vase chocolate dinner at Sky till the end of this month, except for the festive nights. Hi, my name's Lee Adams and I'm the head chef of Sky at the Park Lane Hotel. I've been here for around three and a half years already. The whole concept behind Sky is a, a contemporary French kind of feel. We do use influences from Asia and Europe, uh, for example from the UK, where I'm from, and it's very much some relaxed dining but using some fine luxury ingredients prepared quite simply, but using the best in season and preparing them in a way that which the guests can feel some kind of nostalgia and as well as of course having a great dining experience with the food the service and the view as well being here 27 floors up always helps so we're on top of christmas time now and it may well be the season to indulge in chocolate and right now until the end of the month there is a chocolate theme to a special menu you're presenting right yeah this december time we're actually working with vase um the chocolate uh, producer and we've created a it's a five course tasting menu actually we use around 12 different types of chocolate and two pralines and i think there's around eight or nine different cooking methods and preparations across the whole menu so it's not just dessert it's something where the guests can actually enjoy chocolate from the moment they sit down until the moment they leave the table. And at the end of the meal, instead of offering the regular tea or coffee like what we do to our normal diners, we've actually staking with the same concept that we want to offer chocolate right from the beginning mm. until right to the end. Yeah. Um, we actually make our own chocolate tea blend. We blend 100% cocoa along with 85% chocolate and uh, cocoa powder into a kind of chocolate tea bag. And then we also use a silver moon tea which is basically a green tea with hints of berries and vanilla. We infuse the green tea bag first to make a green tea, basically. And then we pour that onto the chocolate tea bag, let it infuse for a couple of minutes. That then gets poured out into the cup in a glass teapot. Instead of a coffee, we offer a mocha, which is basically using the melted 85% Kassinkaya chocolate um, with a latte. Um, And then we sprinkle 100% cocoa powder on the top, a little bit different than, than your normal coffee. Sounds perfect for this time of the year. And sitting right in front of us, and I don't want to shake these up too much in case we chip any of the chocolates, but there's high-quality vase, French artisanal maker that's been around for a long time. And in front of us, there are all these different colours. There's even one that looks almost like caramel, the colour of the chocolate. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a 30% um, hazelnut white chocolate. So basically, it's like a caramelised white chocolate with a little bit of hazelnut praline inside. Quite milky, very sweet. And actually, we add that into a braised cabbage with truffle, which we actually serve with a John Dory's. The John Dory racks very well with some sweet item, like sweet sauces, so that chocolate just really heightens the flavour. I mean, that might surprise people to hear this. In Hong Kong, apart from one or two dishes occasionally, there might be a dish in the cooler months of maybe a chocolate sauce with pigeon, which is quite a traditional European dish. You've gone for a much more contemporary or unexpected interpretation by the sounds of it. Yeah, very much so. I mean, we do incorporate chocolate into a couple of the sauces on the dish, but we didn't want to just stick to the normal of, like you say, we're just putting the, the chocolate with, with sauce. Like we roast some cocoa shells and use it to infuse 
the fat which is going to confit the pork belly. Oh. Um, we also reduce um, some chocolate with beer using the local beer, the Lime Rock beer and black treacle to make a sauce for the foie gras. We just really extract as much of the flavor and, and the use of the chocolate as we can for each of the different dish because there's so many flavors and almost hidden flavors, if you mm. like, behind each chocolate. There's so much that you can get from it and do with it. We really wanted to explore the boundaries of, of what you can do with chocolate. Now, also, something that people may think rightly or wrongly is that chocolate could be a very intense rich and maybe heavy inclusion to dishes how have you managed to pace it through five courses well i very much agree with you and i was in the in the same kind of the mindset that like you say chocolate can be that little bit heavy but then i just thought i don't want to just stick with dessert and i don't want to only just feel it as being heavy i wanted to try and make it so that it can be enjoyed across the whole menu interestingly enough we do start with 100% chocolate like right from the word go right. um, but the 100% chocolate that we use is very fruity very very fruity um, so it lends itself very well to things like duck which we use just for the canapé and it doesn't need much chocolate to, to really heighten the flavor of the duck or for the flavor of the chocolate to come through so we did a lot of testing playing around with the balance between the chocolate and the duck and the sauce that we use until the chocolate just about comes through but doesn't coat your palate it doesn't mean that the next right. course you can't taste anything whole menu has been very much the same we've gone trials upon trial upon trial where we can just about taste the chocolate coming through but not enough that it ruins the flavors of the rest of the dish and the amount of times i've had to sit down and try all five courses as well i mean it's been good it's been good for me but just to make sure that we do get the balance right by the end leaving the guests feeling comfortable well how long was that testing process to get to the end result five courses i would say around two to three months i had this idea around in the summertime and then i just thought okay i want to do it for december for the christmas period because, you know, Christmas is all about chocolate, especially yeah. it was in my household when I was young, as you can probably tell. <laughs> and, uh, nah, you're covering it well. <laughs> thank you. Um, so then I just, you know, found out what chocolate is out there, the flavor profiles behind it, and then it just went from there and just build up and build up until, until we started it in December. Now, you did say at the outset that Sky is mostly a European uh, restaurant with some Asian influences as well as ingredients sourced from the region. Yes, correct. Now, the canapé that you mentioned, the duck, I think I've seen it listed as a dim sum. Is yes, right? correct. The idea of the dim sum is basically because the duck meat, which is braised with the chocolate, forms the center. And then instead of using the traditional dim sum wrapper, if you like, mm. we actually use a pickled turnip. I saw something quite similar in 11 Madison Park by Daniel Hum. Oh, and um, yeah. when I saw that and the dim sum idea, and obviously being in this region, I thought it would work very well. So we take the white turnip and we just pickle it with some white balsamic and we wrap it around the braised duck as if you are kind of looking at a dim sum. We serve it with a dark fruit soy sauce so it's like a black cherry soy sauce so if they want to add a little bit of acidity to it as well then they can also do that it's a playful take on the local dim sum what about the consideration of how your regular diners or other diners might respond we mentioned pigeon it's something that is treated with chocolate sauce across europe and is more well known than mm -hmm. some other ingredients to be paired with chocolate i've come across looking at uh, chocolate savory dishes uh, what else is out there beef and lamb is sometimes used in different parts of the world Mm -hmm. You've gone for uh, the main course, pork belly and beef. Yep. Was that uh, something that you think paired particularly well? Was it also what you think would go down well in Hong Kong? Very traditionally, I mean, even dating as far back, I believe, as the Aztecs, you know, they used to inject their pigs with chocolate and they used to give the, the chocolate flavor to the pork. So it's been something that's oh. gone back hundreds of years. We use a 65% smoked chocolate and there's so much fat in the pork belly and yeah. fat is very good for taking on.
on senses and flavors. So by using that smoked chocolate, it gets right into the fat and right into the meat of the pork belly. The local guests, that when they do enjoy the pork belly if they come for our normal dinner or the lunch menu. We confit it and make the skin very crispy. Yeah. And beef is always a very popular option anyway, especially we use very high quality Wagyu short yeah. rib. We braise it for around 50 hours. Right. So it's ridiculously soft. And again, the, the fat content of the beef really right. absorbs all of the chocolate flavor. We do use the 65% smoked chocolate for both, just prepared in different ways. Yeah. So the beef, uh, the chocolate is used in the braising liquid. Mm. And then afterwards we do shave fresh chocolate at the table on the top, ah. just so that it releases all the flavors onto the plate so they can taste it in its raw form, not just in its prepared form. Oh, and then for the pork belly, we also use the roasted cocoa nibs along with the melted chocolate into cocoa butter, which we then use to confit the pork belly. And then it's reduced with Chinese five spice and red wine and then put into a glaze around the edge, like a sticky glaze around mm. the edge of the pork belly. And then we also use the chocolate in the sauce for the plate as well. Well, this menu is going on throughout the month of December. Yep. And that's except for on the festive days themselves. So yes, that's correct. the public holidays. Do you think the, the winter is here, chocolate in these dishes? They sound amazing during these slightly cooler months that we yeah. get in Hong Kong. Might you keep one or two on the a la carte menu? Uh, definitely. I mean, actually, we've had quite a, I say, a surprising response. I was, uh, of course, had a little bit nervous before we started the menu yeah. because it's, I think it's the first time in Hong Kong that anybody has put a full menu of chocolate on Never um, heard of as a promotion. No, I mean, when we did our research, we also couldn't find that it had been done before, so wasn't sure how it was going to go, but we've had amazing response. We've had tables of 30 that have wanted to book the whole chocolate menu, wow. tables of 10s and 6s and 5s. And every night we, we do quite a lot of chocolate menu. It's mm. been received very well. So that says a lot that, you know, the, it's something which the guest is quite interested in. We do have one of the dishes, which I mentioned earlier, the John Dory, yeah. uh, the steamed John Dory with the truffle and white chocolate cabbage and morels. For me, even when I'm plating and tasting the different elements of the dish, it's really beautiful. So I mm. plan to possibly keep that on in the new year. And also the dessert. The dessert is a sesame praline and 70% dark chocolate mochi. Yeah. We actually make our own mochi. Ah. Uh, I actually learned how to do it when I went to work with uh, Chef Kiko in Spain this year. He does something quite similar, but with almond paste. Right. So I wanted to do it with a sesame, uh, sesame praline and dark chocolate. And then we do that with a salty caramel sauce, dark chocolate ice cream and crystallized white chocolate. So that one is a little bit sweet but the sesame helps to kind of bring that savoury savouriness mm. to it so it's not overwhelming but those are the two dishes definitely my favourite on the menu and that I can probably take into the new year Three months that's a long time that you spent having to taste test the menu mm -hmm. um, what were one or two of the dishes that you came across that you thought were great but there's only a limit to how many you can put on the menu was there anything else that didn't make it that, that you wish you might have been able to well a lot <laughs> I mean, mostly dessert it was hard to choose the dessert because I'm a you know pastry chef at heart and there were so many different options that I had to not go with but mainly because they were too sweet because I have a very sweet tooth and the balance just wasn't quite right yeah. And even I was interested possibly in using some lobster because uh, actually lobster oh. and white chocolate also pairs quite well. Shellfish and white chocolate actually go very well together, so okay. lobster or scallop. But then I felt the dish was going to be maybe too indulgent and also it would have pushed the price up a little bit and I wanted to keep it at a very fair price, very good value for money. Yeah. And John Dory also, the, the texture of the John Dory with the chocolate actually works a lot better than, than the lobster, which I was also quite surprised about. Um, but maybe I'll keep that for next year. Right.
So, Lee, in researching uh, what kind of dishes have come before in uh, chocolate around the world before we had this interview, I uh, came across some interesting ones. I'd like to run a few past you, if okay. I may. OK, yeah, no problem. Let's go for it. <laughs> right. So give us a yes or no and why yes or no on some of these. OK. OK. White chocolate baba nagush. So that's the Mediterranean Middle Eastern eggplant dip. <laughs> maybe no, but you never say never. I haven't tried it personally, but can't imagine maybe it. no. No, can't imagine it, no. okay. Okay. Spicy tomato and chocolate soup. It's a dark chocolate, although no percentage cacao was given. I would lean a bit more towards this one than the baba ganoush. It does sound a bit interesting. Um, I can see it working, so I'm going to give it a yes. All right. Next up, cocoa nib and fennel-crusted pork tenderloin. So that's the leaner pork um, as opposed to the fattier one that, that's on your menu. Again, I think I'd say yes on this one. It does sound quite interesting. Already I can have some kind of ideas in my mind about how I would create that as well. Sounds, okay. Sounds good. Chocolate poblano. So that's uh, the creamy roasted chili pepper onion and garlic Mexican sauce mm -hmm. with chocolate and chili. So almost, it sounds almost like a bit like a mole, like a mole kind yeah. of sauce. So not something personally that I'm into so much, but I can see it working, yeah. All right. And uh, chocolate, beer and chipotle barbecue sauce for ribs. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, given that it's pork and pork ribs, again, I would say... Maybe. I wouldn't order it if it was on the menu, but... Uh, interesting. Interesting. I'm sure maybe the chef can, can get it to work. Yeah. Okay, and that recipe was going for 85% cacao. Okay, so quite quite bitter, yeah. quite dark. Not possible. too weird? <laughs> Not too weird, but possible. All right. And finally, if you were to add chocolate to another Asian dish, and I say another because we've spoken about the uh, duck dim sum that you've made mm -hmm. in this menu, what else do you think might fit well into uh, an, an Asian dish? Could be Southeast Asian, Chinese? Come to think of it, I mean, actually, one of my favourite things to eat almost as a snack here in, in Hong Kong is char siu. Right. I always order it if I'm, if I'm in the local restaurant, and yep. I think... I think it might be quite interesting with the honey flavor as well on, on the pork. Maybe just to put a tiny touch of dark chocolate in there, I think should be quite quite interesting. As well. So if you're going to repeat a menu next year, yep. that, we, there we, we, go. We, might, we might watch out for that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. Thanks very much. Okay. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. That sounds amazing. I'm just sitting here listening to that and I'm just imagining all these wonderful chocolate dishes and I'm salivating as we go. That was Chef Lee Adams of Sky Restaurant and Bar at the Park Lane, Hong Kong in Causeway Bay. And his chocolate menu runs till the end of the month, except for the festive public holidays and the eves of them. And he was talking to Tuesday food and drink reporter Andrew Jambina. I want one of those chocolate tea bags, I reckon. That would really hit the spot.